It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Been on the show before. Jamie Tout was talking about the the visions of this new sporting complex that is out, the NZCIS, at an upper hut. Good friend and I'd, I'd say almost a visionary. Jamie spoke to me about this complex almost five, six years ago and you wondered if it would ever happen even during COVID and they've achieved some amazing things. I was at the opening. Jamie, welcome to the show again. It's great to have you on. Morning, mate. How you doing? We are good. We are very, very good. It's I'm been a long time coming, but sorry, is carry Grant, on, Jamie. Is Grant seriously? Is Grant seriously got a red and black on now? Is he is he wearing the Crusaders jersey? I'm just a bit in disbelief. No, no, J- Jamie. We we have a segment called Fact or Fiction on the show. We basically Ben and us uh, come up with a topic that you know there's both sides of an argument on, and that Grant and I are never really sure what side of the argument. Then we toss a coin <laughs> and to see uh, what side of the argument that we have to take. So Grant, well, the, we didn't really toss the coin today. It just fell out of my hand and landed on heads. So Grant had to be Team Crusaders, <laughs> and I'm Team Chiefs. I'm a Chiefs uh, man, and, and I've promised, no, I've promised the Chiefs victory and a title celebration where it doesn't involve the bus driver getting blamed for, um, you know, uh, poorly behaved rugby players. Um, it, it's a new era at the Chiefs. <laughs> and I tried to book a table at the Tap House in Hamilton for, for you, 23 but... players under Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't got through to them yet. Too good. Too good. We will do. We will get there. We'll get there. All good. Hey, for those um, who don't know about NZCIS and the facility that you have uh, built out there that was opened during the week that you've got your opening day, uh, which I think starts in 22 minutes' time, if anyone's near Upper Hutt and wants to go check it out, today is the day. Because this is an astonishing piece of um, infrastructure now for New Zealand sport. Yeah, look, 100%, mate, and it's, uh, it is the vision of uh, Malcolm Gillies and Kevin Melville, uh, particularly uh, Mal and Kev drove it since 2016, where the site had been dormant for about 15, 16 years since the old CIT, the Central Institute of Technology, is shut down. And I think most Wellingtonians, one way or the other, they'll have a memory of that, whether they should have been on site for the night or, or not. They might have been through the boarding houses or over to the tote. Over to the tote. But, yeah, pretty bloody exciting, mate. It's <laughs> come to fruition, and, uh, yeah, Mal and Kev have been driving it. Jamie, uh, thanks for inviting me to the Open Day. Was I one of the most special guests there, or what number was I on the list? Yeah, and thanks for not inviting me. <laughs> I would have said no. Oh, McCarty, I'm sure Grant was supposed to pass that on to you, mate. Sincere apologies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, after he bagged me about my coffees during the week, I forgot to, forgot to invite him. See, I well, knew Jamie fair. would invite me, because Jamie's a good guy with common sense. Yes. Now, you were on the invite list, but I don't know where that went. Um, Thank you. No, look, that was definitely up there, mate. I, I've got to say, we had some very special guests. We had uh, Prime Minister was there, and uh, the Honourable Grant, Grant Robinson was there. I think one of the showstoppers, though, to be fair, was uh, Precious McKenzie. Um, Precious yeah. has uh, come down from Auckland. Just an absolute gentleman. Uh, we've got Precious as our gym uh, legacy athlete. So Precious has got his name attached to the gym. And we pick people like Pre- Precious because we want to be seen to be like them. Just people that have got huge amount of resilience, have overcome adversity, just good humans and uh, Precious of under five foot tall and a guy who 
I think a lot of Kiwis have got fond memories of winning Commonwealth medals for us and just an absolute champion. So he was here and he, he created a big impression. I, I love Precious McKenzie. He's without doubt my favourite South African-born New Zealander. <laughs> well played. <laughs> did you get to meet Precious? I did. I, I got to meet Precious. Precious and, is a um, legend. I'm, I'm so a, jealous. I'm, I, I'm now angry with you, Grant. Yeah. No, I must say, uh, the, the attention to detail that Jamie and his team put in not only this facility, but also the open day, and walking around the facility... Um, seeing, you know, the accommodation, the uh, conference centres that they've done, uh, all the dining, catering, the, the small little coffee shops, and like it truly is, and I, I can't speak highly enough about the, the weight section. It's intimidating, Daniel McCarty, even intimidating for you. But they, the squat racks and just how immense it is, there's everything there for you as an athlete. And, Jamie, tell me if I'm wrong because I know how much effort you've put in and the, the number of uh, – special equipment uh, you have placed in there, like the cryo chambers, etc. But there's no excuse for you as an athlete to not be world-class if you brought up in this facility. Yeah, look, I think, TS, it's a bit like um, we've built an awesome racetrack and the Hurricanes, the Phoenix and Wellington Rugby, they're, they're the vehicles that are driving around the track and the, the athletes are seriously the drivers. So, yeah, the environment's here, and I was speaking to Tony Philp, uh, GM of Hurricanes Rugby, uh, yesterday. He talked about, look, we've got a, an amazing asset here. It's just now how do we get that connection and, and culture that uh, can really make the best of it. And I think um, Philpy's on a very similar page to someone like a Mike Krong, the, the, the guru of uh, New Zealand scrummaging over the years. It's all about getting the athlete, the, uh, the stock on the farm. And that's what we really hope, that the, the stock now on, on this farm can really benefit from having all the tools there. And um, what we're already seeing is some really, really good efficiencies in the day where people's days are becoming shorter because they're not doing the transit times it's been built to size and scale where they're not waiting for equipment. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bloody exciting. From the sports science side, you know, walk us through. To those who might, who might be listening right now have no idea what you've built there, you know, what's available to some of these athletes? Yeah, cool. So, mate, uh, when you walk in, the first thing you'll notice is about 208 new digital screens on the wall. Now, that's not just so we're a clean skin environment where one day you can be Coke and the next day Pepsi. But what it helps us do is create visibility uh, for the athletes. They can create competitions between themselves. They walk in. When they do their lifting in the racks, they can see leaderboards with how they're compared to their, their peers. Uh, we've, if you turn left instead of right, you've got decks of body scanner machines to look at bone, fat, and muscle compositions, which I think McCarty... Oh, uh, I don't want to go to that room. Yeah, I don't want to go to that room. Can we close that room when I turn up? Let's close that room. <laughs> well, if we've closed that room, we go into the next one, which is really exciting. It's a 3,000-metre high altitude studio. So we can walk into a, uh, a watt bike studio. You can dial it up so it's 6 degrees to 40 degrees, up to 3,000 metres in height. And that is a world first. Like having that amount of bikes in that size room with that, that capability just has not not been done before. So that's pretty exciting. Um, We've got a, a massive indoor green room, 70 metres by 50. Um, I was reminiscing with a, an old-timer last night how good it used to be to get into the sawdust gym when it was pissing down outside. And um, now <laughs> we've got a, a, 70, a 70 by 50. So uh, that's pretty the cool. Sawdust gyms, that's pretty cool. The sawdust gyms. I've just got memories of getting boils. You know, I was a teenager oh. from disgusting sawdust gyms. Oh, yeah. It was iconic. It was iconic. <laughs> But uh, when you walk in there now, we've got ceiling-based cameras in, the, in our in our sawdust gym. We've got a ceiling-based camera, screens around the walls. 
Uh, we've got the largest interactive screen ever built. It's, uh, it's nine metres high by seven metres wide, fully interactive. You can kick balls, pass balls against it at full speed. Um, probably one of the other proudest things we've got is a hoist that covers all our recovery pools. So it's a 300 kilo hoist that allows uh, disabled athletes, incapacitated athletes to lower themselves in to any of those different pools with underwater treadmills, uh, hot and cold plunge. Yeah, so that's, that's some of the things that we're doing that really make this place world class. Jamie, I mean, I've been through this journey with you as a mate and obviously when you first discussed it and, you know, phenomenal that you got it done during two years of COVID as well. And I know that you have the, the, the government to thank with the Spade in uh, initiative, but you've created an, this facility which is for so many sports. What's the future now? What, what, what's in the pipeline? Because I know that you can't sit still. <laughs> mate, I, I, yeah, well, I think um, the first point you mentioned, mate, is getting things done through COVID. And it really was testament to guys like Mal and Kev, and particularly their industry experience and knowledge around how they were able to sort of um, keep things on track. Uh, the procurement of materials and stockpiling things to try and make sure the project didn't stop was, was really, um, to use a, a, word, a COVID word, it was unprecedented. There was just sort of no, no map as to how you deal with it, and those guys just uh, kept on going forward. So, yeah. Big kudos to them, and as you say, the New Zealand government, with the Shovel Ready program, they stepped up to get the project back on side and helped uh, fill the, the funding void that was taken out at the uh, third week in COVID. Grant, you all know, mate, I had a full head of hair prior to starting the project, and during that, <laughs> that time when the funding was sort of uh, not there, it was a massive relief when uh, the Shovel Ready program was announced and we were able to secure a commercial loan with them. So, yeah, just recognising that as well. But um, what's the future hold? Well, mate, we've already got a, a lot of interest from teams, uh, a bit like yourself, mate, who are on the journey with us from the start. And some of those teams who have been involved in the Japanese Top League, uh, the Australian AFL, they're now the teams that are coming back to us, looking at what's being built out here, considering that having their pre-seasons with us. And that would be uh, an amazing thing to have an AFL team over wow. here for a week or two doing their pre-season. We've had the NFL reach out from uh, their combine perspective, there's things like that that are, are super uh, interesting, but as well as exciting for, for, for New Zealand. So it's truly world-class. Uh, you hear that you know, term thrown around, Grant, a lot, don't you? But th this is ticking all those boxes if massive uh, international sporting legs are reaching out. So what about the reaction by your current professional teams who work out of there? Hurricanes, Phoenix, uh, other professional athletes who are there. You know, what's been the feedback? Because they've had access to it. Uh, for a longer period of time. I know the opening, the official opening was just this week and uh, the open days today, but they've been in, they've been able to reap the benefits of. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's really important you live in your house for a while before you make changes, and that was really cool that the, the Phoenix come in last September, uh, the Wellington Rugby Union come in sort of October, November, and then they were joined by the Hurricanes in November. It's been really awesome for them to sort of have that space to sort of learn how to use the facility and sensibly not try and do everything at once. But I think what's probably been uh, most rewarding in a lot of ways is that we've addressed a lot of the things we heard as hurdles uh, early in the project. So being 35 minutes out of Wellington, how do we make sure that we don't add time to the athlete today? And I think we've done that by making sure we've been building to size and scale. So when you walk in, you're not sitting in a wheelie bin full of ice for your ice bath. There's a 20-person plunge pool, a 20-person hot plunge. Um, you can get it all done in 15 minutes rather than waiting an hour. I think... Um, the other thing that we wanted to talk about and has worked really well 
it's just the collaboration and sharing of ideas. I think we saw TJ Pedanara and Clayton Lewis both injured at the same time this year. We saw those guys chatting in the gym, uh, bouncing ideas off each other and having that camaraderie or relationship whereby if you're an injured athlete, it can be a very lonely place. So the fact they can do that and talk to other athletes and share in that, their, their stories has is, uh, is been a, a really awesome thing to see. And when you've got a, a 19 or an 18-year-old Phoenix women's player sitting on a bike next to a, an Adi Savia or an, another All Black, mm. that's got to be uplifting. And it's, it's everyone's still out there and learning. And I think your Black will tell you, and the women's Phoenix player will tell you, they're both learning. Well, Jamie, um, before you go, what can we expect from the Open Day? Mate, it's just a really awesome opportunity to have people come in and, and, and look around. We've um, got a hell of a lot of community use in here already. Um, every Friday night, we've got kids' nursery grade rugby and ripper rugby played on the big indoor space, and that's awesome. um, organised chaos, as you can imagine. Uh, but today, <laughs> it's just to really open the doors up for everyone to have a bit of a, a look around. And if you're driving past, uh, you really don't know what you're about to see from the road. It's not until you walk in the front, front doors, really, that you, you really appreciate that there's been a hell of a lot of work going over the 18 hectares and there's been a lot of people on the waka. So I think as of this time next year, uh, we will be the largest hotel in Wellington. Uh, Belinda and the team over there are putting an awesome accommodation experience and conferencing experience together. And today it's just a good opportunity for people to see what's possible and, and come and share in sort of the, the hard work of a lot of people. Well, thanks so much, Jamie. We can't wait to do a show from out there, maybe. From the altitude chamber. See if it affects Grant's performance at robust talkback session. <laughs> I've just had a thought. We, we do have a, a cryotherapy unit that's minus 87 degrees. And I think um, I, can, I can already see in there, McCarty. That's, that's your, your cup of tea right there. Don't feel the cold, mate. <laughs> well, Jamie, we'll, we do we'll have see. a... We we'll do have a uh, we do have a bucket list that the team's put together for me, and I'm sure we can think of something for, for me to do out there for the uh, hairy javelin to maybe get into that swimming pit and just ramp up the speed of that jet. Uh, that looks like a, a lot of fun, but congratulations as a mate and, and someone who has been through this whole uh, design and just the vision that you and a lot of people have had, Malcolm uh, and the Gillies group. Uh, it, you're going to have a piece of every amazing athlete that comes out of this facility. And not only is it those top performing athletes, but also the community. I think what Upper Hutt and what this is going to do for the community of Wellington and sports stars that are growing up to see the likes of Adi Savia, even though they might not reach those heights, I think um, what you've achieved is phenomenal and you can be very proud of it and look forward to getting in the cryo chamber and just seeing <laughs> all of the different teams that are out there in the future. Uh, I know that I, I'm going to be looking forward to going to, I think it's the Netherlands versus Sweden women's uh, football game coming up soon. So Not uh, USA, Netherlands? Could be. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the big one. Is it? Yeah. yeah. But, um, and did that, Sweden win the fist fight to get access to that facility during the World Cup? Is that, is that how you did it? Mate, we got on really well with the Swedes. They're a really good crack. They're really good people to deal with. But what happened, eight teams actually toured the facility. Uh, the US actually came out more than eight months ago. They were first through the gates. Um, but what happened at the draw, the team who had the most number of games at Sky Stadium had the highest preference to choose what venue they wanted. It narrowed it down to three teams that had the most number of games at Sky Stadium. And the team that got first choice was the one that was ranked highest, which was Sweden. So, mate, we, um, we actually established a really good relationship with them. 
Uh, they're bringing two of their own chefs. They're taking all 50 apartments. <laughs> the um, Swedish chef and the Muppets is coming. This is fantastic. Mate, that's You've exactly made what day. they did. That's what, that's, what, that's what won us over. When we said, oh, what do you guys eat? And they impersonated the chef and said, what are you getting me, Paul? <laughs> so, um, so um, yeah, that, that sealed the deal. Oh, great stuff. <laughs> We've taken way too much of your time. Your open day starting in about five minutes. Jamie, thanks so much for, for being so accommodating. We really do appreciate it. It looks amazing. Thanks, Jamie. No, look, appreciate the support, and great you guys are on the waka with us. Thanks, team. My pleasure. Jamie Tout, General Manager of uh, the New Zealand CIS, uh, which has opened out in a part, not just a sporting facility, a high-class, world-class facility, but there's accommodation, conference centres, food. It's own little city. I reckon we're... Here, interesting here, we will be Wellington's biggest hotel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that um, on the, the opening of it. They were just discussing the facilities and how immense it is. Um, the accommodation's amazing. Are you well. a little bit jealous of what you had to you know, train in, in Wellington over the years? It was a lot tougher back in the day for us. Oh, right. <laughs> I didn't hear Wellington Cricket's name mentioned. Yeah, are they still at the basin? No, so strangely, cricket never um, sort of bought into the facility at the start. I know the Phoenix and the Hurricanes, they did. But, it, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it, Daniel? Like, if you can get into this facility, and it won't be happening now, but it will happen in the future, why have your own strength and conditioning team? Why have your own marketing team? And why have your own, you know, psychologists and physios and medical team when you can actually have shared facilities and shared human resource around the team? be more cost effective but also you're sharing that information between teams so you probably be a, a better skilled team for it so i think that we'll see that happening in the future and maybe we'll see more and more codes get out there maybe now that it's built like jamie said there's more interest around it some people don't want to get on the the boat too early when they just see it as a vision but now that it's open i mean when you, when i take you out there because we'll go and do a show out we'll there, do a show sure. you know when the swedish team's here in the cryo we'll, we'll get in the cryo chamber of the swedish team in the World Cup. 